Well, for 25 years as an international speaker, I kept hearing the same challenges from the women and men and teenagers that I would meet with after I spoke, that they didn't feel seen or heard or loved, that their lives didn't matter, that their stories and voice were being ignored, and they felt unloved by others, by God, and they didn't love themselves. So that is why I launched See Here Love, to amplify diverse voices, to mentor the next generation, to have hard conversations that no one in the Christian space is really having, to speak truth, hope, and love to all people and to you, that God loves you, that you matter, that you are known and beloved. And that is how we're going to kick off season nine, to make space for belonging, community, and honest, inspiring conversations that are life transforming. So are you with me? Are you ready? See here, love, season nine. Let's go. From Crossroads Media, this is See Here Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks, season nine, episode number one. This is so exciting. We've got familiar faces here, new faces, and I just have to introduce you, but welcome to season nine. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. Yeah, you're Great. good. A little nervous? Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's new. We have a new table for this yeah, season. Love the table. We have a new yeah. rug, and it just feels good, right? Nice and cozy. And I think tonight you had mentioned from last season that we needed to be a little closer, yeah. a little able to like kind of like Touch, touch and, and poke. <laughs> so here we are around a new table, so it's a whole new set, so okay. I'm so glad. But let me do some introductions for people that don't know you. Nicole Langman, author, speaker, social worker, welcome. Sunite Lichmore, registered psychotherapist, Thank welcome. You. Dr. Beth Green, our special guest today, provost at Tyndale University, mm. welcome. And Anu George Kanjanathopal, who is the CEO of International Justice Mission Canada. Welcome. Thank you. So this is gonna be a spicy conversation. I know, I know for the co-host, you're gonna be with us all season, but it's great to have you here, Dr. Beth Green. And you're gonna be with us actually all season too, because you're doing our prayer for you after every show, which is gonna be amazing. Popping up. I know. <laughs> Can't keep well, me away. <laughs> so you heard, as I, I shared about Why See Here Love, you know, we launched eight years ago, and it was because of the conversations I had with people. But what would you say, what does it mean to be seen, heard, and loved? We're hearing that out in culture, a lot about being seen, being known, but what would you say, let's start with seen, what does it mean to be seen in your definition? What would you say? I think when someone's able to see beyond the surface, mm -hmm. I think you know we all have this like persona that we like to give out into the world. But I think when people are able to see past that, like see, you know, what's driving that behavior, mm -hmm. your vulnerability, your soft, tender parts, I think that's when we really feel mm -hmm. loved when people see that part of us. That's yeah. really, that's so really see the real, the real side of us. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I, I love that. I think too, uh, recently this summer, I, I lost my mom and uh, it creates an opportunity for people to step in to grief, doesn't it? And to step mm -hmm. into the difficulties. And when, when something goes really wrong in your life and people show up, there's that sense of, I, feel, I felt seen. Because when people step into our discomfort, yeah. grief is hard to step into. Yeah. And so when someone steps into our discomfort, you feel like, okay, I'm not here by myself. There's a knowing that this is, and a seeing that this is hard, yeah. and, uh, and that 
like you said, those those inside parts yeah. kind of get it's blown good. out of the water in yeah. the grief situation for okay. sure. Okay, what about hurt? Are you going to do scene? I was okay, going to chip in on scene yeah. just because I don't know if you've ever had that experience of, of people who are only seeing what they want to see oh. in you or about you and I probably do that to others as well mm. and just that checking assumptions at the door yeah. so that people can really be themselves. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to chip in with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I like yeah. that. Annie, what about heard? Hearing the voices, hearing the stories, listening to people. I think I experienced that so much when, I, in the course of my work, you know, when you're dealing with survivors of human trafficking. One of the biggest struggles that I have is do they know that they're seen, heard, and loved? Mm -hmm. Or even, you know, somebody interested in their stories of uh, oppression. Mm -hmm. um, and I think what I would love for them to experience and understand is that they're as God's child, mm -hmm. loved by Him, mm -hmm. and hopefully they can experience that. Mm -hmm. And what is my role in being able to mm -hmm. bring that to them? Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, but personally though, uh, I think I, postpartum depression, um, felt like the worst season in my life where I didn't feel heard or, mm -hmm. or you know, even remotely mm -hmm. liked by anyone at that point, because that's mm -hmm. what can do. Um, but putting that in perspective, one of my, the things that my grandmother used to tell me was this age-old hymn uh, in Malayalam, I'll spare you the details, but it kind of goes on. Here is the world which has given our Lord a crown of thorns. Why do I care for your affirmations? Mm -hmm. and, and that suddenly put things Ooh, in perspective, yeah. you know, yeah. this world, and do I care? Yeah. Or should I give so much of a care for whether they see me or hear me or love me, because as a child of God, I have it. I think the herd for me, you know, especially as a young woman of color, there was in the spaces that I was in, a lot of people didn't want to hear from me. I was young woman, color, what could I contribute to the conversation? And I think the hearing part was really important when people identify and said, actually, we want to hear your voice. We want to bring you to the table to share your thoughts mm -hmm. as a young person, as a young Gen X person, mm -hmm. or as a, as a young woman. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I think that was really pivotal for me when people mm -hmm. gave me space at the table to be a part of conversations, mm -hmm. planning, organizing, strategy, ideas, yeah. that made all the difference. I think the hearing. So I'm interested that you needed people to amplify your voice and your story. Mm -hmm. And Anu, thank you for the way that you do that for women who you know are in terrible circumstances of being of being trafficked and I was just thinking about in my story um, my context my professional context is education but particularly uh, the academy and it's a very male dominated profession yeah, yeah. and if I had not had male mentors actually mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who made space for me and amplified I would not have been my research would not have been heard mm -hmm. and people who were willing to sit with me and literally show me this is how you read a, a paper or you know deliver a talk or you know, I needed those allies. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 I mean, we can so easily um, underestimate the impact we have on people. Yeah. And we all have a part to play. I mean, love is an action word. Mm -hmm. And so being actionful in our loving, our seeing, and our knowing, because we can't, we all are part of each other's journey in that way, mm -hmm. in some way. And I think in our culture right now, there's this over um, reliance on like finding things internally. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to discover myself by looking inward. I'm going to mm -hmm. support myself by looking within myself and validate myself so I don't need anyone else's validation. But I think all of your stories demonstrate 
point that we do need each other and that's how God yeah. wired us, right? Yeah, to exactly. be in community. And so we need other people to see us, to hear us, to validate us, mm, make right. space for us. Yeah. Um, and that's the only way that we can really feel loved. Yeah. And, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, self-love is really important, but in order to be able to do that, you have to see what love is. You have to be in a relationship mm, yes, that shows you yes, how that is yeah. healthy. Yeah. And, and God made us for a relationship. Yeah. He, he said it wasn't good for us to be on our own. Mm. And I think, I actually do think that one of the things that, that women somehow instinctively understand is that um, we're gonna need one another to do things. Yeah. We yeah. often have to collaborate mm -hmm. because we haven't got all of the access mm. to resources and assets on mm -hmm. our own. Mm -hmm. But I just think that's something that is not um, uh, a, a problem. That's yeah. a strength. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we're all better. Yeah. Uh, we're all better when we collaborate, when yeah. we are in relationship. You know, I think the, the saddest part, so the seeing and hearing when I would talk to people, you know, over the past 25 years was hard. But I think that the deep cut and hurt was in when they felt not loved. Mm. And it was love from others, and that would be, wives not feeling love from their spouse or from their kids or their mm -hmm. family, then it was, you know, I don't think God loves me because these things have happened to me. Right. And then the third was even more devastating, I don't love myself. Mm -hmm. And when I would hear that, I'm like, oh, like this pain in my heart about, you can't live without love, yeah. you know? And you, yeah. and you realize the brokenness and the loneliness when people aren't and it just, I think, really got me thinking about what does that mean to mm -hmm. ensure that people know that they are loved, that God loves them, mm -hmm. and then how do you help people like love themselves and not detest and hate what they see every morning in the mirror? Mm. Thoughts about love. Like, I think it's, it's big, but it's just like, it's, it's so big. It's so huge. It is. It is so huge. And especially if we've had this long history of messages from other people address like speaking into us negative words and and uh, and behaving unlovingly towards us mm -hmm. and uh, and so much of it really has to go back to how I talk about myself to myself because 95% of our conversations are with ourselves mm -hmm. so if we can start to address that narrative about loving ourselves as well but the there's also a lot of work that needs to be done historically mm -hmm. to heal some of those wounds and that's where uh, a, a good therapist comes in yeah. or um, <laughs> and certainly you know church God spending mm -hmm. time in the word because yeah. um, he's the ultimate source of love isn't he yeah. and so when we can draw close to the ultimate source of love there is more space for that in ourselves yeah and I think for me um, like I relate to that in terms of for a long time I felt like I wasn't lovable mm. you know mm. and even like saying it out loud is like it's so vulnerable to say it but when I looked within myself, I realized that because I believed this lie, I was keeping people out and I was not letting people see me mm -hmm. so that they can really love me. And so then it was perpetuating this lie that I'm not lovable. And so I think we really need to look within ourselves and ask like, what lie are we believing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, where did that come from? And is that true? Yeah. You know, yeah. so that we're not believing these these false stories about ourselves. Yeah. There's yeah. a cultural aspect to that too. I mean, mm. so where I was coming from, my, the color of my skin was not considered beautiful. Mm. And I saw that, I mean, people would say, oh, you might have gotten it from your dad's side of the family, this, mm. this brown skin, because my mom was fair and that was the mm -hmm. thing of beauty. But as my daughters, my twin daughters, Tamara and Ila are growing up, at the tender age of three, one has curls, the other has straight hair. The curly one thinks that she's not beautiful enough because, you know, the straight hair is longer and in place. And the opposite is thought of them. And 
I had the opportunity to tell what I did not hear when I needed to hear that, that, you know, oh. daughter, mm -hmm. you're God's masterpiece. Yes. You know, that every right. wave in your hair, mm -hmm. that every silky straight, whatever, so whether it's Tamara or Ela, who have different realities of mm -hmm. struggle that they have with who they are, what their identity is, and where their affirmation comes from. Mm -hmm. And now they're telling that back to me. I was like, <laughs> so today morning I was like, <laughs> I love when it happens. Know, yeah, I'm rushing, I'm rushing. I've not even, you know, I've not even had the time to comb my hair. Mama, you're a masterpiece. Oh, oh. I love that. And I'm yeah. like, wow, if only we could believe what we yeah. tell our children mm -hmm. and take that affirmation, mm -hmm. wouldn't that be yeah. awesome? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would be. Speaking yeah. as a fellow curly top, even just, <laughs> even just back in hair and makeup, I was saying to Kathleen, I used to spend an, easily an hour, an hour and a half every morning straightening this. And like that time I have now got back. Yeah. <laughs> like, so liberation. much more. <laughs> Freedom. And freedom. I, but I, I don't know where I got that from because my mum's always been an excellent role model in this. Um, <laughs> she doesn't care what she looks like. She's like rugby shirt and trainers. So I think um, it's just, it's on TV. It's yeah, in the yeah. magazines you pick yeah, up. It's right. what your girlfriends mm, say. Yeah. So watch what you read. Yeah. Watch what you see and just like try and be a bit... I love Vogue magazine. I'm probably not going to cancel my subscription. <laughs> but be critical when you look at it and say, mm, are all the, the people in here mm -hmm. white? Yeah. Have we got? brown women have we got older mm -hmm. women yeah. if, is it really reflecting mm -hmm. the fullness of this beauty that god has made mm -hmm. yeah. 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 yeah hearing from our own personal experiences because there's a lot i mean we could be doing hours and hours of this conversation of like mm -hmm. seen heard and loved but as you think about the struggle that you faced how are you currently or hoping mm -hmm. to then share to the world to the people that are in your space and influence seeing, hearing, and loving them. Because mm. sometimes people are like, I can't do that, Melinda, because I'm not there myself. Yeah. And we all have work to do. Mm -hmm. We all will constantly be working at ourselves, you know, to the end. Mm -hmm. But that does not give us license to not see, hear, and love others. Yeah, especially as, as, as Christians. Especially as Christians mm -hmm. yeah. and as women in a sisterhood. So let's talk about that, because I really want people to understand, like, we are, we're all in the same boat, we've all struggled, mm -hmm. but now what can we do mm -hmm. to really see, hear, and love others? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Such a great question, and I, like, I think curiosity is a beautiful gift that we can give to people. It helps people feel seen, mm -hmm. heard, loved, listen to understand, as opposed to listen to respond. Mm -hmm. I had, several years ago, I had a little guy as a client that I was working with, and he had said, the only time my mom ever looks at me is when she's talking. Mm. And I just, it's just stayed with me all these years is around, you know, she's, he says, you know, she's stirring the sauce for dinner. And, you know, when I'm talking, she's stirring. But when she's talking, she stops stirring and she looks at me and mm. talks to me. And I thought, oh, we need to make sure that we are actively and intentionally connecting with our kids, with our loved ones, with the people around us that God has put in our life. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was just a really special kind of moment for me as a therapist. Mm -hmm. Actually, so to be present, to actually take present the time to say, I actually see you. Yes. I honor yes. the presence in which that you are with me mm -hmm. versus always thinking about the next yeah, thing. Yeah, the next yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 I, um, I, yeah. I could be very misunderstood when I say this, but oftentimes I think we forget the privilege we have as Christians. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that we have access to the word, the fact that we know that we have our God. Mm -hmm. um, and just boxing that to 50 million people who are in slavery. And that is how I try to show up and be 
present to see them and hear them and find a way to love them. Mm -hmm. They do not, for the life of them, have the ability to get out of the confines that has been put by man to know that, A, they're not seen. Yeah. Physically, they are yeah. restricted. Definitely not heard because you've got this abuser beating them up anytime they want to express anything that mm -hmm. they need. It's, it's not even having the ability of a mother mm -hmm. to look at a child and say, hey, come to me mm -hmm. because you are a slave. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, and I, and I think, you know, as Christians, this incredible privilege that we have, yeah. that we have a God yeah. mm -hmm. and we have the word that we can turn to mm -hmm. and also these people who are waiting on us to show up so that they can be seen, they can be heard, yes. they can be loved and received mm -hmm. and, and experience his kingdom. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. That's that's how I... Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Anu, I was just thinking about, um, you know, we're sat around a table. The table is the place of hospitality, yeah. which is totally the opposite of what you're describing mm -hmm. is the experience yeah. for those uh, women that you work with. Mm. And I was just thinking about the people that Jesus invited to sit around mm -hmm. his table. Mm -hmm. He deliberately exactly. goes and seeks those who are vulnerable yes. yeah. and those who are broken and those who are not seen, heard and loved. Mm -hmm. And I think in, so I'm an educator by background. I'm a, I was a high school teacher for many years and the good teachers <laughs> are the ones who, who set the table, who pay attention yeah. Yeah. to those pieces, um, just like Jesus does in, in all of his, like he's the master yeah. craft yeah. teacher, right? Yeah. Teacher. Yeah. And I'm just so interested that many people, if you ask them to talk about times when they felt seen or loved, they'll often mention a teacher yeah. yes. who Absolutely. saw their yes. potential. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I could list off mine. Oh. So I just think that's really. Yeah. And just, I'm, a, a, just to piggyback off Anu, mm -hmm. I think as Christians, like we think we, we we think we're like people that are that don't know Jesus, right? Where we have like a limited amount of love. Yeah. But because we're Christians, we're privileged, where we have this unlimited amount Great. of love that we yes. can access and give to other people. And I think we need to remember that. Yeah. So thank you for mentioning yeah. the privilege yes. that we have. Good. Good. And, and Beth, it's great to be reminded of Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> because actually, when you look at Jesus, he intentionally sought out to see, yeah. hear, and love people. Yeah. Like, and, and many of those were women. Were women, <laughs> marginalized, <laughs> the children, yeah. the forgotten, yeah. the ones that the religious people, yeah. Yeah. the wealthy people, society were like, they have nothing, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And the other thing, he, the other thing he reminds everybody about is that this shouldn't be a surprise to them because when they look at their stories from uh, their scripture, their Old Testament, this is a God who's been calling mm -hmm. the broken, the vulnerable, the mm -hmm. unseen, mm -hmm. all the way through. They ought to have known. Like Jesus is saying, you, you did ought to know this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I think that I think that's a good a, like call for us on yeah. that seeing hearing and loving. I think that's really good. And I, I'm, I'm glad that you're with me on it because, you know, uh, at one point people were like, oh, you should call it like the Melinda show. Mm -hmm. And I was really clear. I was like, no, I think it, the, the actual title of the show needs to be See, Hear, Love. Because I wanted to be very clear when people watched it or listened to the show that that was what it was about. Mm -hmm. That we were going to see you, we we're going to hear you, we we're going to mm -hmm. love you. And we we're going to encourage ourselves to do that and encourage you, mm -hmm. you know, to do that as well. Something we've started talking about at Tyndale, um, you'll know the language of safe spaces, mm -hmm. but we've, we've been talking about bold spaces and I'm indebted to my colleagues, uh, Dr. Jamie Robertson and Dr. Heather Birch for introducing me to this language because it takes a lot 
to share your stories and you've invited mm -hmm. us in this show to actually talk about what what is our story rather than just you know what we might think we should do is yeah. what we have lived um, but you do that takes courage um, and I, I'm I think bold spaces should be safe but I actually don't think safe spaces are enough I think you need the yeah. boldness and the yeah. courage Good. and people are not going to do that unless you love them yeah, yeah. So, so thank yeah. you Melinda yeah. for creating this this bold space thank you yeah you know I was thinking back to what Nicole said earlier about you know as you were lost your mom and going through grief it was people showed up mm -hmm. and I think that's it we have to show up yeah. Like we can't be passive and be like, oh yeah, I see you, mm -hmm. I hear you, I love you from Good afar. Luck. Good luck, all yeah. the best. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I'm it, pray for you. Yeah, I'll yeah. pray for you and yeah. see you later. Like I, it, it can't be that anyway. You know, anymore. And I think as I've gotten older and in my in my experience and and life with Jesus, there's so much more of the call. Like mm -hmm. you've got to show up, mm -hmm. and it's gonna be messy and hard and mm -hmm. uncomfortable, yep. and we're not gonna like it. Mm -hmm. But guess what? That's the call. Like mm -hmm. it's not meant to be. Right. always easy and packaged well and everything all our prayers are answered and everything's good mm -hmm. it is about i think really to see here and love people is showing up yeah. mm -hmm. in the mess and in the place that we need to where mm -hmm. god is calling mm -hmm. hi i'm addison espilla one of the content producers here at see here love i just wanted to take a moment to invite you to join our community called the see here lovelies here's how number one sign up to our weekly newsletter every week you'll get a personal note from melinda with links to our shows, blogs, and resources, as well as inspirational content and a short devotional. You'll also be the first to know about upcoming events and giveaways. QR code is in the show description or sign up through our website at seeherelove.com and look for the newsletter icon. Number two, join us in studio and be part of our studio audience. Take a behind-the-scenes tour in our master control room, editing suites, and studio. You'll meet Melinda and the See Here Love co-hosts and guests. Email us at seeherelove at crossroads.ca for more info. And finally, number three, become a monthly partner. $25 or $50 a month will help us share our brave themes and conversations on television here on podcasts, YouTube, video streaming, and on our social media platforms. We can't do See Here Love without donations and sponsorships, so please go to www.seeherelove.com slash donate and give your one-time or monthly donation today. Become a See Here Lovely and join our See Here Love community of belonging, vulnerable and brave conversations. We are here for you. So... Anu, I know that you've brought a scripture verse, and I, what I love about this whole season, we're going to be adding in the good word, because we love scripture. Mm -hmm. It's important that we sort of direct people to that. So what's the scripture that sort of you've brought that sort of anchors in this theme of seeing, heard, and loved? Um, my favorite one, John 1.12. Okay. I'm a child of God. Very special because there are four verses that I tell my girls every night before I put them to bed, um, and this is one of that. Mm -hmm. I am a child of God. Of God. Mm -hmm. When you hear that, what do you feel? Uh, it gives me goosebumps when you really think mm -hmm. about what it means because I, I just, I read a post recently that said, um, you know, only a child would barge through the door and ask a king for water. We have that kind of access. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think like that's the child of God at the mm -hmm. very root of it is we have access any time of the day, all the time, we can barge through the door and beg for water because he's, he's a water bringer. Not that he ever sleeps for sure, but uh, he is, uh, we have that kind of access. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. What about you, child of God? I think it, it brings my defenses down a bit. Mm -hmm. And I just, a nice, a nice soft exhale. 
I can relax. I can be a kid. Yeah, yeah. I can be a kid. That's actually That's really good. good. Going yeah. back to kind of that childlike faith and way, mm -hmm. I think we miss that sometimes as we get to be adults. I think that's one thing that I've really, and I don't know if I've chosen. People always say that you have like, Mal, you have a childlike faith. I've always trusted. Like there's no, I don't question. People say, are you mad at God for that? I'm like, no, I'm mad at the person for making a really bad decision. Mm -hmm. Mal, are you mad at that for that happening in your life? I'm like, no. I've always had this very childlike faith. I've always like written down prayers and heard him. I hear him, I say hi to him, I speak to him. I've always been in that place. And I know it's not for everybody, but I've always felt childlike in that way. And I think it comes from, you know, as I was growing up in the Philippines and Asia, there just was a, a, a space for me to be childlike and grow into that. And it's a great way to live, I'll say that. Very trusting, very open. Mm -hmm. Excited to be with him, and you know, so anyway, I just I love that verse. Um, Mel, Jesus holds that up as the example of how we should come, right? <laughs> be like the little children. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. true. Love that. Well, also in this new season, we're going to be doing the question. And what I've said to you guys in, you know, the green room beforehand is that we've been doing this show for eight seasons, and it's always been like, we have the answers for you. But this time, it's like, no, no, no. You know what you need to do. We're going to give you the question. So the question this week that we have to answer and that we want you as a viewer and listener to answer is this. Who is the one person that you will see, hear, and love this week? And once identified, then do it. So we're just going to take a moment. You're not going to answer it because we'll probably do this on like socials or connection of who's the one person. And then what did you do to do that? Mm -hmm. So that's our question. And Beth, I wanna end with your prayer because again, through the season, you're gonna be sharing a prayer yep. after uh, every show. But I think this time we're gonna kind of flip it and have you do the prayer uh, before we end. So I'd okay. love a prayer yep. to kind of send us off into this week of seeing, hearing and loving others. Yeah, thank you, Melinda. This is, this is our prayer for you. Mm -hmm. Creator God, you are the King of glory. We are seen heard and loved by the King of glory. Mm. Who are you? You are the creator who made us in your own image, who put us in relationships because it wasn't good for us to be alone and called us into friendship with Jesus. Jesus, it is safe to come and tell you our troubles, our woes, and all about the things we got wrong. In love and forgiveness, you raise us up mm. so that you, the Prince of Glory may come into our lives. Mm. May all of us here be a generation that seeks your face. Mm. Send your spirit to whisper the comfort that is needed, speak the confidence we crave, and keep us in love with Jesus so that we may in turn see, hear, and love all that you have made. Mm. Amen. A beautiful prayer, Beth. I love that. And it's actually given us some time to think about the question, how we would answer it. Who is the one person that you will see here and love this week and why? I'll start. Mm -hmm. My husband, Chris, because a lot of times I take for granted my relationship with him. I don't see here and love him in the way that he needs because I'm too busy with work, with my girlfriends, with all the things that I have in my life. And he's the one that I need to do it this week. Mm. Ah, now, oh, now I'm okay. accountable, right? Thanks. You're all looking at me, I'm like, okay. We're gonna be checking in yeah, on yeah. you about okay. this. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my, I was gonna say, um, can I do two, but I'm just gonna yeah. go with one. Um, my daughter Delaney is uh, 27 and she is, uh, she's 
God's gift to me. In some ways, I, I say that she was part of his rescue plan in my life, and she deserves more of me. And uh, we don't live together. She lives um, away from home, but I definitely know that I could be uh, investing more in my relationship with her mm, and uh, a little bit more eye contact, a little bit more intentional time with her. So, yeah. yeah. Good. Okay, so we got husband, daughter. I have to say husband too. <laughs> I think just having young kids, uh, a lot of my focus is on them and making sure they're seen, heard, and loved. And I think I'm also coordinating him to help me as well, but I think I need to also give him some love mm. and attention um, because he deserves it. He does a lot for us, so that's, that's my answer. It's okay. good. Uh, for me, it's my mom because uh, she's visiting from the UK. She's coming to see the colors of fall in Ontario. But I'm just aware um, that mums have given us so much uh, over the years and um, you still need your mum even when you're 40. Like I am. <laughs> and I, I just, I wanna take care of her and, and enjoy this time together in God's beautiful creation in Canada. <laughs> so mum, okay, Anu. Yes, uh, all of these people that you mentioned, but specifically, as I was thinking, there's this person who has been giving some hate comments on social media, and mm. I've been just ignoring and deleting. I think there is something that he needs to hear, and I hope yeah. to be a better person in responding to him. Wow. It's a weird Beautiful. thing. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for just being courageous and sharing that. Yeah. And now we're all accountable oh, yeah. to who wow. we're going to see here in love this week. Well, listen, what a beautiful way to start our season nine. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah for your presence with me, Nicole, Sunite, Beth, and Anu. Thank you for just sharing and being open. So appreciate it. And especially Beth for being our special guest. You brought so much richness to the conversation. And if you'd like more information about this show and the amazing people on it, go to seeherelove.com. And as we go, here's how you can join our See Here Love community. And you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, all the information about our shows and them as well. So thanks for joining our conversation and always know that you are seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to See, Hear, Love, the podcast with Melinda Estabrooks. We are able to do See, Hear, Love because of these generous sponsors, Tyndale University. Melinda and I are both Tyndale alumni. Tyndale is where you will experience high-quality academics interwoven with faith and a community of students and faculty that challenges you to live authentically, to follow Christ, and actively engage your culture. Visit www.tyndale.ca. The Canadian Bible Society champions the Bible as the voice of God, revealing Jesus Christ, the living word. Go to www.biblesociety.ca. And finally, the International Justice Mission Canada rallies Canadians to the fight to end slavery and violence in our lifetime and prove that justice for the poor is unstoppable. Go to ijm.ca today. Please check out these amazing organizations who are doing life-transforming work and who we are proud to be partnered with.